Uh, continuing in the Hilchot Chanukah, we've been talking about the setup of the Hanukkah candles in our household. We've been talking about the three different levels of the mitzvah. And one of the concerns that we had about whether the highest level, whether that modifies only level one or also level two, meaning are we lighting candles corresponding to the number of people in the house as well as the days or only the number of days no longer corresponding to the people. So we said that if you have both days and people, which is probably the practice of most of the people in this room, so the concern is that it's unclear from the outside how many or what night we're up to. Because if I see 10 candles, so that can mean that it's uh, the fifth night and there are two people in the household. It could mean that it's the second night, there's five people in the household. So it's not abundantly clear. So we said that in order to, I guess, obviate that problem, so make sure that each uh, Chanukiah is set up in its own spot. And then it's clear, oh, I see there's multiple sets of five, so it must be the fifth night, right? And that way we get around that problem. Uh, here we have maybe another concern, even if we were to do that. So it says the Shachan Ruch, let's say I fill like a plate of some sort with oil, and then I set up a bunch of wicks around uh, the plate. So should that work or should that not work uh, as far as counting as, uh, you know, uh, multiple candles for, uh, for my Hanukkah candles? So he says, if I put some sort of utensil on top of it, so so then we'll count each wick as a separate candle. But if I don't put a utensil on top of it, so then wouldn't count even for one candle which is pretty wild stuff. Why? Because at that point, it's like a torch. It's too big of a flame that we would no longer consider it a Ner Hanukkah. So this is a pretty big extreme. If I have multiple wicks and I have some sort of utensil which will sort of section off each wick, that will count as multiple candles. If not, then I don't even get one candle out of it because it's too large of a flame. Says the Mishnah Bura. If I put the Klee utensil on top of it, so then all of the wicks are not going to run one into the other, and then I will have as if multiple candles. And he says, And that's only if I had that utensil on there before I lit the candles. But if I did it in the opposite order, so then I'm going to be running into a problem. If I lit all the wicks uh, first, and then I put that utensil on top of it, so I would have to basically blow out the candles, put the utensil on, and then go ahead and relight them. Meaning we don't want to have uh, any situation where you're lighting them uh, inappropriately. That would be like a madura. And even though you could sort of adjust it after the fact, we would say that would be no good. One other point, what's the problem uh, of this, uh, well, he doesn't really tell us, but what does it mean, lefishu kimadura? That it's like a torch, shemit chabrot kol halav yachad. That it starts to look like, uh, if it's a torch, right, you have all these wicks that are within close proximity, it looks like it's just one large uh, flame and not uh, a near Hanukkah, and, that why, and that's why it would be problematic. So, again, even though we may have obviated the first problem of making sure that each person puts their Hanukkah in a separate uh, area, we also have to be concerned that even if they're close enough, it could look like one large flame, and that would be problematic for other reasons. So something else to consider. God willing, we'll continue with this discussion this evening. Rabbi Hanan, Rabbi Kashan, Maritz, Kadosh Prakul, Zakho